What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are a recording artist with big talent and an even bigger future, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to the show, Number One J. Hello. (laughs) Hi, hi, babe. How you doing? I'm doing splendid. I'm excited. Oh my gosh, thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you so much for making some time and fitting me into into your schedule today. I really appreciate it. Of course. Now, my first question for you is, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you today? (sighs) Good question. Good question. Um, I would say a good 7.5. Could be better. Hmm. Okay. What are you most looking forward to from 2023? I'm mostly looking forward to, you know, any new talents that I don't, I didn't know I had. Um, making money, making other people smile, you know, just, just being a brighter version of me this year. Absolutely. Yes, sir. What did you most look forward to leaving behind in 2022? You know, the messiness, the drama, because I feel like as I get older, I feel like being in arguments, um, subbing everybody almost every single day, which I, you know, kind of got out of once I turned 16 years old, which was a year ago. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, just leaving all the drama and the messiness behind me, because as you get older, all of that, it it doesn't matter. Absolutely. Now, for the people who don't know, introduce yourself to my audience and let us know who is number one J. Hello, everybody. I am number one J. Um, I am from Space Coast, Florida, and I am a young rapper. I wouldn't say just a rapper. I am, um, I'll say an entrepreneur in a way. Um, I love, music is my passion. Love making music. Music gets me through hard times, heartaches. Like music is just like for me. And it's a way to help me, you know, get through any depression that I have. The set and the third. Um, You will see me around 
because this year is my breakthrough year and I'm claiming it. <laughs> so yeah, it's a little bit about me. I love that. So when did you discover music? So I discovered music. I've always been musically inclined since I was two years old. But when I really started to get into music was, I'll say about like 10 years old, because I used to watch a lot of, you know, underground music making people. And I would be like, you know what, I want to be like that one day. Like, I want to make music to move other people. So I'll say around when I was like, probably like two years later, like 12 years old, I really started to figure out how to make my own music, mix and master. Keep in mind, I mix and master my own stuff unless my um, producer does it, the one that makes half of my beats. Um, That's when I really started to get into it. And, you know, it wasn't the best, but, you know, people get better and they progress over time. So, you know, I'm here. So, and I really do appreciate my growth and the people that were here to boost me and, um, give me that you know pat on the shoulder like you you got this you know absolutely i love that now in that line of thinking when did you discover your voice as an artist so i'll say around it kind of recently like 2020 because 2019 was a little like dibbling and dabbling in a little bit of stuff because i used to be R&B singer and just the R&B singer and you know people that are very curious start to you know go into other things so I was like I'm pretty sure I can do more than just sing so I tried rapping it didn't really sound how I wanted to sound but you know I didn't give up kept on going kept on trying so I'll say around like 2021 is when I really started to discover my voice. Like, okay, this is me. This is number one, Jay. This is my signature sound. Nobody sounds like this. So that's when I really started to, yeah, started to notice. I absolutely love that. Who were the people that were the biggest influences on you when you first started rapping? Oh, um, this is a good question. I would say Nicki Minaj, of course. Um, Megan Thee Stallion is a big one. I really looked up to Megan Thee Stallion and her come up around 2019, around that time. And I kid you not, everything I saw this woman do, I was like, oh my gosh, she gives me the confidence to really push myself out there and do it too. So I really looked up to Megan Thee Stallion and Nicki Minaj, of course, before. So. Of course. Mm-hmm. How did you land on your stage name? Oh, okay. So I was about, I'll say like, because keep in mind, my name used to be Jay Anthony. That was the R&B name, <laughs> the infamous R&B name. Mm. So um, I'll say around 2019, me and my cousin were at my aunt's house. And keep in mind, we she had a two-story at the time. So she was downstairs cooking. And keep in mind, my cousin's name is Jayla. My real government name is Jay Lynn. So our nicknames are Jay. And people wa- rarely call her Jay, but they'll call her Jay here and there. So when she called Jay, me and her looked at each other and we were like, huh? Like, which one is she calling? So yeah. I'm like, all right, let's both go downstairs. So my aunt was like, all right, just to separate the two of you, you're going to be Jay number one because I'm the oldest 
and you're gonna be Jay number two because she was the youngest. So I was like, number one Jay, okay. So around that time, TikTok was, I mean, TikTok is still popular, but you know, Dub Smash Dances back in 2019 was popular. And that's what I used to do as well. So I'll say like, you know how people put like a little caption name after their actual username? Mm-hmm. So my name was always number in the number one in J, but I didn't really, I didn't really like pay attention to how I spelled it until I started looking at my stage name, which was J Anthony, and was like, maybe I should change, maybe I should, you know, spice things up a little bit. So that's when I finally made the big step and changed my name to number one J. And I was like, I know this is unique because I looked around and nobody else had this. So I'm really, I'm really, yeah, just. <laughs> I, I, that's such a good story. I love that. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Describe the moment for me that you knew that you were talented. I'll say when I recorded a couple of songs after Secretive, which was my first project that I ever put out. Um, Cause keep in mind music was like a little, like a little side thing that I used to do. But then I started to really take it serious after I heard a lot of my songs. And I was like, some of these choruses and some of these hooks and verses are really thought, like really thought out. Like I never did anything like this before. And keep in mind, making music back then was kind of like a little, a little fun thing to do, you know, freestyle here and there, record it, put it out. It wasn't nothing serious. So whenever I finally, you know, created some of the songs on Secretive and listened back to it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is good. Like I love this. So. Yeah, that's when I really started to figure out, like, you can write, like, you can sing, you can rap, like, all of this fast flows, good flows, all of that. So, so amazing. Mm-hmm. So amazing. Have your dreams been nurtured growing up, or were you your own cheerleader? I feel like, I wouldn't say I was my own true leader because I used to always try to look at other people and be like, and I feel like that's a part of growing up. Like you look at everybody else and you're like, is that what I'm supposed to do? Or I want to do that too, you know? So I wouldn't say I was always a leader. I would say I was nurtured in a way. Um, I looked up to a lot of people. I would look at a lot of people and it started to actually create a sense of like not having any confidence. So, but you know, a lot of people in my inner circle were telling me like, you can't do that. You have to learn how to be your own person and just really find yourself. So. Shout shout out to them. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What was your first 16 bars about? my first 16 bars oh my (laughs) let's think let's think i would say oh no actually it was a remix it was a remix to this song by bad baby called lot of them and keep in mind it was like a little a little play around i wasn't being serious 
I forgot what I said, but it was something about being the MBT. I don't know what that is. I was like 13, 14 years old, y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, those were like one of the first bars I ever spit. Like, and keep in mind, you know how people, you hear music and it's like, yeah, this this person not serious. This, can I guess? Absolutely. This, yeah, this bitch not serious. This one not serious. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, like, yeah, those 16 bars, mm-mm, giving childish. <laughs> so talk about the progression of your pen so far and tell me about the realest thing you've ever written. I'll say um, the progression of my um, pen, I would say like before all of this writing and being, you know, having sense with the bars and actually writing them. Mm-hmm. I would say like, it was like a little, cause you know, I have a thought process when I write, I listen to a beat and the very first word that comes to my mind, I write about it. So I would say back then I would just jot things down. Like, like my, like, you know how people, they'll take one word and try to rhyme it with another. Mm-hmm. Just real fast. That's how I was. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm in a house and this is a mouth. <laughs> it's like, it'll be little stuff like that. But keep in mind, I was young. So, I mean, after listening to a lot of people too, like, it really did w- want to make me step my pen game up. Like, I need to be, I need to come harder than this because I know one day, it's gonna have to come to a time where these bars gotta be heavy. These bars gotta be, and that's what mostly, that's mostly what I look for in music, bars, flow, all of that. So I'll say getting older, listening to Nicki Minaj, her new stuff, listening to Missy Elliott. Um, she's not an old rapper or OG rapper, but Megan Thee Stallion. You know, just a lot of the people that I heard that were bar heavy and flow heavy, I felt like I had to really, you know, step it up a little bit. (laughs) So. I love that. So what is one song of yours that would instantly allow my audience to get to know you as an artist? I would say it just recently dropped. My Story Part 2. My Mm. Story Part 2 basically tells you, like, I'm here to stay y'all can't bring me down y'all can't say this to ruin my whole mood like it's just it's just a lot in one um and it was it was actually very interesting for me to write because it got me out of my comfort zone and you know a lot of people try to stick to their niche like you know like oh I'm pretty bad bitch this bad bitch that and they never want to talk about the real me I felt like I had to really step outside the box like okay let me give y'all the insight let me tell y'all what's really going on like y'all don't know what's happening in my life so I'm gonna let y'all know what's happening in my life I love that that's incredible actually how does your music feel how does my music feel like how does it make other people feel um, if you had to describe what people would feel or what they would get from your music if they were listening to it for the first time, what would you be describing to them? Like this music gives you confidence. This music 
makes you move because you know I make different types of music so and I try to always make confidence boost music only because I know a lot of people they're still trying to find themselves so I feel like it's up to me to really you know bring that side out of them like you got this girl look at you like you shining you bad like you know what I mean like so I really try to make confidence booster music so if there's somebody that would tell you how their music how my music makes them feel makes them feel confident that's perfect who is in who is in number one Jay's top five good question and I'm ready to answer this truthfully (laughs) um (laughs) So at number one, can it be underground and mainstream? Absolutely. All right. So at number one, you know, I always have to put Nicki Minaj at number one because she was the first person at my youngest age that I used to listen to all the time. Watch music every time she dropped the music video straight to the computer, watch it with my little cousins. <laughs> so Nicki Minaj, she'll always be number one for me. Um. Megan the Stallion, of course, love her. She like, I don't know, she she makes me feel confident. Like listening to her music just makes me feel some type of way. And that's what I love about her. And after all of this stuff, I'm a little off topic, after all of this stuff she went through, like she's still back. Like nothing can bring her down. That's how you know, like she's here to stay. So I'll most definitely say Megan the Stallion as my number two my second person um my third person I would have to say I'm gonna give an underground name Juju Andin I love Juju Andin y'all know me and Juju Andin have a couple of songs together um and plus Juju like I always I always tell him like no matter how bad you're in writer's block you always manage to bring out some heat like this is good shit like and then his bars his punchlines I mean I catch it right then and there but if I listen to it a second time I'm like oh my gosh I didn't catch that so I most definitely say Juju as my third my fourth hmm, who can be my fourth um I love Logical Zay Logical Zay I'll give him number four um Number five, I'll say Ali music. I love Ali. That is perfect. I love that. Mm-hmm. Describe for me the moment that you would feel that you've made it as an artist. So the moment that I feel like I would, I, how I, mm. <laughs> you said describe the moment how I would feel if I made it as an artist. Yeah, like, what would that moment be for you when you say rock? I personally would feel like if other people are coming up to me saying, oh, I listen to your music, this is really good. And like, it doesn't even have to be like 500 people. It doesn't even have to be thousands of people. It can be like two or three. If you listen to my music and you tell me that my music feel makes you feel some type of way or you enjoy listening to me, that's how I know I've made it as an artist. I don't have to be big. I don't have to be mainstream. I don't have to be, you know, this A-list celebrity. But 
as long as I know other people are listening to me and they enjoy it, that's how I know I've made it as a true artist. I'm right there with you on that. I'm right there with you on that. Right, right. What are your thoughts on the current state of hip-hop? The current state of hip-hop, I feel like it's very competitive. Like, a lot of people, they listen to other, like, even in mainstream, like, not even going to say any names, but y'all can kind of put the puzzle pieces together. Like, a lot of people, they'll listen to one person and try to outdo them, but not focus on their selves. Like, it's kind of like like a, a, a race that they're running and they're trying to get the grand trophy when everybody is here to make their own style of music and they have, you know, different audiences too. So I would, necess- I would most definitely say that it is very competitive. And I'm not even going to lie to you. Sometimes I feel very competitive in this underground rap industry. Like I feel like I need to come harder than this one and that one. <laughs> but sometimes I got to snap myself out of it. Like it's, it's not a race. Just do you. For sure. What do you think rap music is missing right now? I feel like rap music is missing like I would say, I would most definitely say rap music is missing like the their tr- like the true like word like you being true to your rap like you rapping what you're about type shit like because I know a lot of people they'll rap about guns and. I'll carry this and shoot you up in that. But in real life, they're from the suburbs, never did anything like that before. Like just, just capping in the rapping. <laughs> like, I, I just want people to be true to what they rap about. And that's what I try to do as well. So I feel like that's what it is missing. Like being true. For sure. Have you ever heard of, heard of the game This or That? This or That? Yes, I have. Would you like to play with me? Of course. Let's get into it. Yes. Buy jewelry or buy property? Buy jewelry or buy property? Buy property, most definitely. Because I feel like I don't need all that. I don't need all that jewelry. I really don't. Plus Love property... That property you can keep that for as long as you want like it's yours jewelry you can go out somewhere and somebody can easily snack that or you can easily lose it so property i know that's one thing that i would never you know try to lose i totally get that get your body done or stay natural stay natural most of especially because your body doesn't fully develop until you're like what in your 20s so mm-hmm. i would most definitely say yeah stay natural don't don't get all that work done you're y'all are beautiful just the way y'all are you better tell they is <laughs> sign to a label or stay indie i would not want to sign to a label. see 
it depends because a lot of these labels they try to finesse you for everything that you got and me personally if the deal is on the table and I'm getting ready to sign to a label and they give me like three pages of stuff that I got to read I'm gonna sit there and read the whole three pages I'm not just gonna sign and be like oh yeah I'm part of the label so but being independent is kind of what I'm doing right now and it's not hard at all so I'll go with being independent because being independent yeah when it comes to flow do you prefer lyricism or just talking shit can I say both (laughs) because sometimes because sometimes you have to go on a track and just talk your shit like just just talk your shit don't even like see because how I work yes I have punchlines I have bars I have all of that but if it comes to a time where I'm feeling some type of way, I got to get on the track and really just spit some shit. Like, forget all the bars. I need y'all to hear where I'm coming from. Like, so yeah, I'll most definitely say both. Because sure. they both catch my attention. I get that. Would you rather have a rapper on the feature or the, or, or a singer? Oh, <laughs> this is a good one. Um, most definitely a rapper because I and this is something I should really work on but you know new year so still getting started Um, I would say more of a rapper only because like I like to hear that flow I like to hear those bars I like to hear like I like to hear that all of that but singing I mean like if I'm I don't know, like singing. I, that's a good question. You really got me tongue-tied on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, I would most definitely say rap, only because I need to start making more singing songs to really get there. Okay, okay. Would you rather go on tour or have a residency? Hmm. Wait, see that one more time. You kind of cut out a little bit. Would you rather go on tour or have a residency? All right. I would say go on tour. I love to travel. Haven't did. I've traveled to a couple of places, but going on tour, I feel like you get to see things that you never seen before. So I must definitely say go on tour. For sure. Be in a group or stay a solo artist? Solo artist always solo mm. solo dolo. I'm like that now <laughs> even with friend group <laughs> I got to be solo I feel you would you rather do a sexy video or a serious video <laughs> I would say it gotta be a sexy video you know bring my love <laughs> embrace my inner Beyonce <laughs> I know that's right. Would you rather win a Grammy or win a BET Hip Hop Award? I would say winning a Grammy only because Grammys like are given to people that I mean BET Awards too. But you know, a lot of people they'll say like getting a Grammy really means that you're like that bitch. So. I want to feel like that bitch. I mean, I already do, but I want to feel more like that bitch. <laughs> so I want to get a Grammy. 
Okay. Would you rather be famous or known? There's a lot of benefits with being famous, but there's a lot of hard, hard, hard things to deal with when you're famous too. So I'll say being known, but part of me wants to say be, yeah, I'll say being known because being famous has to come with a lot of things. I see that. When you're releasing the first single from your new project, would you rather have a would you rather have the the song be a feature or be a solo record? I love me a feature because you know, like their um, fan base and my fan base can really come together and make that single big. But um, you know, a lot of solo singles also get out there too. But um, I'll say I'll say solo because I feel like I, I got this on my own. But a little feature wouldn't hurt. But solo, yeah, most that. Okay. So, would you rather do a mixtape with all original music or an old school jacket for beats tape? I'll say a mixtape with all original music. Straight like that. <laughs> release an album or release an EP? Album. Albums. Like, I feel like albums, they get yourself out there more. I mean, mixtapes, they're... Wait, you said an EP, right? Mm-hmm. All right, EP, my bad. <laughs> EPs, I like people to really sit there and listen to every single song that I release on an album. EPs are more shorter than an album, so... Yeah, I need y'all to hear every single thing that's on this album. Love that. Don't stop slow that thing. Last song, last um, question for this or that is when you're releasing your first project, when you're releasing your first single from your album, are you going to release a turn up song or a emotional song? Sometimes people do need that emotional song to really, you know, cry to. But turn up songs are more of my like vibe. I'll make a little sad emotional song here and there. But I'll say a turn up song only because like, yeah, I need y'all. I need y'all up. I need y'all on your feet. I need y'all twerking. I need need y'all doing all of that. That's what I need. I know that's right. I need to hear my shit in the club. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Now, at this point in your journey, what would you say is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? Um, I'll say my biggest weakness is being consistent. Because I know sometimes I can really be driven and be you know, ready to do this and do that. And then I'll just shut down out of nowhere and be like, gosh, I don't think I'm ready. And then just go ghost for a whole month. (laughs) But um, I'm slowly getting out of that. Because, you know, if you're planning on being an artist, you got to be consistent. You got to be ready. So um, strengths, 
I'll say it's coming up with good, good promotion ideas. I I give out really good promotion ideas um, to other artists, as long as or as well as myself. Um, because even with um a couple of artists that I know underground, they're like I don't know how to come back. I mean, I've been on a hiatus. Um, number one, I need your help. I got you. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to do. And this is what you need to do. So I'll say having comebacks is my strengths. Period. What's been your proudest moment so far as an artist? My proudest moments is when I join any live stream or I call anybody and they start like singing my songs like I love hearing people singing my songs like that just it just brings me joy (laughs) Mm, that that sounds like it feels incredible at this point or rather in your opinion what is the best song that you've released so far the best song that I've released so far I like them all. <laughs> um, I'll say right now. Dang. I'll say Hold Me. Only because Hold Me is like a little... And it samples um, Aaliyah, One in a Million. Mm. So I'll say Hold Me. Only because it gives me that old school back in the 2005 so I'll say it's one of the best songs that I ever put out love that what are you working on now that we should be looking forward to I am glad you asked that um everybody I am working on a new project um and it should be here not gonna make any promises because y'all know I like to switch it up get from here and there from when I make it to when I'm done so I'll say it'll probably be out around, you know, October, that area. So, yes, I am working on a new project. And I guess I can give you all the name. The name is called Ringleader. The title is Ringleader. Congratulations. I love that. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. If you could remake a classic song, what would it be and why? Ooh, a classic song. I don't know. There's so many. Mm-hmm. Dang, I don't even know. <laughs> I love that. There is so many good classic songs. Okay. So... On that note, who is an artist that's no longer living that you wish you would have gotten to work with before they passed? I love this question. Um, Yesterday, I was hanging out with friends. We were going to the mall and we were listening to some music and it was um, XXX, Tentacion, and Kodak Black, that one song, Rolling mm-hmm. Peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, I miss X, only because back then his music used to get me through like any single hard times I used to go through like 
And I honestly wish he was still here because that I would have loved to work with him. He's very talented. And may he rest in peace. I love that. Rest in peace for sure. Who's a legend that is still living that you would love to perform a live tribute to? Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, yes. She's just so iconic, like, uh, the way, like, I have so many, like, so many approaches <laughs> that I can do for Nicki Minaj. So I feel like Nicki Minaj is most definitely one. Okay. So what's the Nicki song that, that you're performing? I'm going to have to say either, I'm going to go, I'm going to go way back. I'm going to have to say Grand Piano. Mm. Um, Shanghai. Love Shanghai. Oh my gosh. Um, super bass. That's y'all. Y'all know. Y'all know. Um, hmm. can it be a recent one? Sure. Red booby the sleeves. Left that one too. I know almost the whole song already. Absolutely dope. Now, in your opinion, what makes the perfect song? What makes the perfect song as a rapper or coming from a rapper? Um, the chorus. If the hook isn't, because there's a lot of songs that the verses may not be there, but the hook really sticks to you. So I'll say the hook, the bars. I need to hear some bars in there. I need to hear some punchlines. Um, the flow. You know, just something to really stick with that person after they're done listening to the song so I need that hook to be there the hook is the most important part absolutely how will number one Jay's music change the industry I feel like number one Jay's music will change the industry only because hmm, I would say like my versatility because I feel like I can go from one thing and transition into another or if you don't hear me on something and I get on something and you're like I never expected to hear you on that well surprise it's the versatility that I have so I feel like me being versatile would really change the game I love that answer that's perfect um At this point, what do you fear more? Success or failure? Sometimes you have to accept failure. So, but success is also a good way to, or success is also a good thing to to really look forward to. But you know, not everybody succeeds. So I would say, succeeding is a is a big fear only because like we all have to have one of those moments like oh dang like I didn't really get that or it can even be like let's say what's an example I can give like a like let's say if you're in a in a award show and you didn't get picked for best new artist sometimes you have to accept that not everybody is gonna win so 
I'll say succeeding to a certain extent. So, yeah. Okay. Very well thought out. Do you think that you found yourself yet? I feel like I'm still trying to really find myself in some categories because I feel like who I was three years ago is definitely not who I am now. And I appreciate that because now I'm starting to come more out of the box with a lot of things that I've been hiding in it. So I most definitely will say like, I found myself in some way. I'm still getting there. I'm not fully done. I totally get that. Um, what would you tell your younger self in retrospect? Like, what does number one J today tell the person that wrote their first bars? <laughs> Don't give up. You got this. And you're going to be very successful as long as you keep going don't stop don't listen to nobody that's hating because they're not trying to do anything but stop you and bring you down so I just want you to keep going and be confident and don't ever let that negative energy change who you are very nice is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover in the course of our conversation today? Hmm. I feel like I feel like we covered everything pretty much. Yeah, you had some really good questions. Thank you so much. Of course, and I'm honored to be here, finally. I know, it's been a minute. I'm so glad that we finally got the opportunity to do this. Yes, uh... My last question for you is, where can the people find you and all of the things that you'd like to promote? All right, you guys can find me on Twitter at the number one underscore. Y'all can find me on Instagram at the number one. Snapchat, if you you know want to get into a little bit of my life, the number one, it's pretty much the same thing. Um, and of course, YouTube, number one J, my stage name. period now on that note children that has been our show I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation and I want to extend an extra special thank you to my guest number one Jay for blessing the pod today thank you so much for being here no problem anytime absolutely I love that so much And with that being said, I want to remind all of you guys out there to be real, stay in reality, and always, always bring the realness. I am Brian K. James. This has been Real Reality Realness. And until next time, I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji. Keep the mess in the message. Be useful, but not used. And misbehave yourselves. Peace. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. <laughs> <laughs>
What's going on, everybody? Brian K. James here, and I'm so excited to let you know that this podcast is being brought to you in part by Outlander Media Network. Outlander's mission is to bring you the most exclusive alternative content from across the web, from the farthest reaches invading your space. We appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in and never want you to forget to embrace your inner Outlander. I am Brian K. James, and this is Real Reality Realness.